Welcome all you mistakes, truth seekers, and life scholars to the podcast Life the Battlefield. We created this world-class podcast Life the Battlefield to aid those who are committed to making positive changes in their own lives. How? To help my listeners to go from victim to victor, I do in-depth interviews with successful people who share their secrets for achieving personal and pro- professional success. As well, we also provide you with the knowledge and information you need to thrive, succeed, and most importantly, be proud of yourself. Today's episode will cover the following subjects. What is the conspiracy theory and why the general public loves them? God, we love conspiracy theories. Please take a moment to subscribe, share, like, and comment before we dive into this episode. You can help us all learn much more quickly, effectively, and efficiently if you leave a remark below in the comment section. And now, let's go dig deep into this topic. But before that, are you a conspiracy theorist? Are you? There are a number of reasons why people may be drawn to conspiracy theories. Some of these includes, number one, desire to understand People may be drawn to conspiracy theories because they want to make sense of complex and confusing events. Conspiracy theories provide a simple and clearer explanation for otherwise inexplicable occurrences. Number two, it's a sense of control. Believing in conspiracy theory can give people a sense of control over their environment as they feel they have uncovered a hidden truth that others are unaware of. Of course, number three, it's the need for villain. People may be attracted to conspiracy theories because they provide a clear villain or enemy to blame for negative events, rather than dealing with the complexity and uncertainty of the real world. As well, there's a confirmation bias. People tend to look for an interpret information in a way that confirms their existing beliefs. So if someone already holds a belief in conspiracy theory, they may be more likely to accept new information that supports and reject information that contradicts us. As well, there's a social influence. People may be more likely to believe in conspiracy theories if they see others they have respect and trust also believe in them. It is, it is important to know that not everyone who is exposed to conspiracy theories will believe in them. And not all people who believe in conspiracy theories are the same. Some may only accept one or two specific theories, while others may believe in many and even make it a way of life. So, the question is, what is the conspiracy theory? Well, research shows that conspiracy theory is a conviction or justification that asserts certain occurrences or circumstances where the product of covert, frequently evil plot by a number of people or organizations. These theories frequently make a claim of corporate or government corruption, deception, and cover-ups. Yeah, well, is that true? Conspiracy theories come from the past, always, when people told stories about secret plans and groups of people working together. You know, we can hear the Masons, we can speak to Illuminati. You know, there's uh, so many um, those events from the past. However, As a mass communication and print media expands in the 19th century, the modern concept of conspiracy theory began to take shape. People were able to spread their ideas and beliefs to wider audiences because of the abundance of the newspapers and publications. Do you agree? Now, let me talk about some examples of conspiracy theory. 
There's a famous one that called the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. It is a fake document claiming to represent the minutes of a covert Jewish organization with ambitions to rule the globe. It was one of the first and most famous conspiracy theories in modern times. The Protocols, which spread anti-Semitism and conspiracy theories, was published away in Russia, 1903. Then they were then translated into other languages and sent all over the world. 1903. Conspiracy theories have been linked to a variety of events in the 20th century, such as the murder of the President Joe F. Kennedy. Uh, you know the moon landing as well, and as well, 9-11 terrorist attack. Conspiracy theories then and now, <laughs> you know, I don't remember times when I was working in military and diplomatic security intelligence department. That's a way back in the 90s. No one cared from my colleagues and myself for conspiracy theories, particularly not the government. However, in the past few years, it seems that conspiracy theories are not welcome anymore. Conspiracy theories are now more widespread and have access to a larger audience because of the development of the internet. Conspiracy theories are generally seen as a sort of misinformation or disinformation because they are frequently not backed up by reliable evidence. However, let's go take a step back. Do you remember that, let's talk about assassination of John F. Kennedy. Nobody across the globe tried to convince public differently, particularly not media. Of course, we didn't have the social media, but nobody across the globe was actually trying to stop and pursue the truth to say, you know, that's how the president was killed. Stop talking about this one. Now, as I say, Conspiracy theories are generally now, today, in today's DNA age, I mean, last couple of years, has been sought as a misinformation, disinformation. And they should be analyzed cautiously and with a fair dose of skepticism, even though they might be interesting or entertaining, which we'll agree. There is a lot of different people and groups has been said to have big impact on conspiracy theories. So, I ask my team to give me five most notable conspiracy theories. Let me repeat this myself. I asked the internet. That's not my research. I didn't find this. Internet says this. Social media. The five most notable conspiracy theorists. Number one place is Alex Jones. We know him as a radio broadcaster and conspiracy theorist from US who has pushed a number of conspiracies, including the idea that the government was behind 9-11 and that the Sandy Hook school shooting in 12 2012 was a fabrication, and as you know, um, he's gone to court and apologized for lies. There's a David Icke, he's a British conspiracy theorist who believes that the world is run by a secret group of shape-shifting lizards called reptilians. Additionally, he has a lot of conspiracy notions about Illuminati and the New World Order. Now, we have the as well organization called QAnon, is a five right conspiracy theory that first appeared online in 2017, so like five, six years ago. It says that a secret cabal of powerful people and groups is trying to hurt President Trump and the people of the United States. Now we have the Louis Farrakhan. He's an American political activist and religious leader who has spread a number of conspiracy theories, such as the idea that the government was behind 9-11, another one, and that the HIV AIDS virus was made to kill African-American. Now, the last person on that list of five most notable conspiracy theorists 
Unfortunately, he's a person I really like it to listen. His name is Jordan Peterson, who is a clinical psychologist and professor from Canada who has a reputation for espousing conspiracies such as the notion that a group of radical left-wing activists are trying to overthrow Western civilization. That's according to Jordan Peterson. So this is the five um, number five top conspiracy theorists. Now, I have it's a question time. What do you think? Who are a people organization who are preventing conspiracy theorists? Feel free put in section below before we continue. Who are the people or organization who are preventing conspiracy theorists? Yeah, that's interesting. Again, research shows that conspiracy theories can be complicated and involve ver- variety concerns involving a variety of people, organization, and social variables. It is challenging to define who is preventing them. But, of course, as we witnessed in the last couple of years, some significant figures in addressing and dispelling conspiracy theories include researchers, journalists, and the fact-checkers who try to disprove conspiracy theories and give the public the right information <laughs> they call themselves the heroes. Who are they? That's FactCheck.org, Snobs, International Fact-Checking Network are committed to battle false information and disinformation. Now, please, know this one. We come from conspiracy theory. We define what a conspiracy theory is. However, now we has been told that actually that's a misinformation and disinformation. And as well, there's organizations like a media literacy project Common Sense Media and the Center for Media and Democracy. They offer educational materials and tools to help people learn how to evaluate information critically. They also offer the public instructions how to assess the material they encounter and arrive at advice decisions. It's crucial to keep in mind that these positions might coverage and, and evolve over time as well. So this is this very moment we're creating this podcast. Those are companies who are dealing with a conspiracy theory. Now, Additionally, I think that entire society must confront conspiracy ideas as well. These groups must be critical information. Consumers are knowledgeable about how to spot false and misleading information. Now, if we know who are those organizations, individuals who are trying to prevent conspiracy theories, let's go ask ourselves, but who are those who promote conspiracy theories? Now, again, research done by myself. It is, you know, using the books, you know, primarily the books, as well as several books, and, uh, you know, social media, where we can find and something that's called the artificial intelligence. They allegedly very smart. Now, according to mainstream media, government agencies, the people who promote conspiracy theories are the villains. And who are the villains? Villains are those that promote false information in conspiracy theories, frequently with the goal of influencing public opinion or making money of them. That is so untrue. Uh, we're hearing the, so many conspiracy theories in the past and uh, since 1903, and you know, I'm not sure how the people making the money, if they're being called out, being prosecuted, and so on. Uh, as well, there's the politicians who are the conspiracy theorists and spreaders of false information are a few examples of this. Now, you may ask yourself, Is it punishable by law to spread conspiracies? Is it? In some countries, it may be illegal and punishable by the law to spread conspiracies that call for violence or discrimination against certain groups. For instance, in Germany, it's illegal to promote anti-Semitism or deny the Holocaust and violators can face time, fines or jail time. Since the First Amendment guarantees freedom of the speech, 
There is no law, law in the US that says it is against the law to spread rumors. But if spreading conspiracy theory leads to illegal behavior or puts people in danger, people could be held responsible under the law that make it illegal to incite violence, hate speech, or harassment. Different governments have taken steps to stop conspiracy theories on the internet by removing or censoring content that they think is harmful or misleading. Now again, ask yourself, if you're living in a democratic country and whether, you know, all your life you've been told you can say things, you can, you know, you can do research, it's a democracy, it's a freedom of speech, freedom of movements, and so on and so on. You have the governments who start removing and censoring content that they think it's harmful or misleading. That's the one thing. But it's not just that. The governments now starting, particularly democratic countries, start calling people names and they publicly using the social media, mainstream media, to pinpoint the fingers into person who they believe is a conspiracy theorist, which is, again, very wrong. I grew up in communism, and let me tell you, I never experienced such a thing, you know, a conspiracy theorist that was over-existed. Government was afraid what they think, the workers in communism, what they think about government. But there was no conspiracy theorist which was not, you know, being called on the court. And now, and as well, in other times, social media sites themselves have taken steps to remove or restrict the reach of content that promotes conspiracies, and it's against their community standards. It is important to remember that how each country deals with conspiracies is different and not always clear. In general, the legal and regulatory framework for dealing with conspiracy theories is complicated and changing topic that involves questions about the right to free speech, the role of social media, and the responsibility of both public and private institution. That is in nutshell conspiracy theories. And they're always going to exist. They're always going to be the part and they're always going to be the part of the folklore. It's very important that people understand the difference between misinformation, disinformation and conspiracy theories. There's a big difference in definition itself in a way how it's been spoken, presented and given to broader public. Feel free to leave the comments below in comment section. Let's learn from each other more. What is conspiracy theory for you? And feel free to subscribe, share, like, and comment. Thank you.